0: All right, welcome in to the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. He is TJ Huschmanzada. I'm Rob Parker, and uh, thanks for joining us. And TJ, here we go. The NFL season is underway.
1: Man, it's going to be fun. It, it seems like it's been forever, and it's really been a normal offseason minus what's going on. In the, but no preseason game seems like it hasn't been football in forever. So to kick it off tonight... Can't wait.
0: I think that was it. The no preseason game, so it feels like the season just snuck up on us, right? Because we haven't watched any football games or even to look at any of the young guys, the guys, the, the star guys from college, you know, where you go, okay, yeah, I see a little something. I can't wait till it's a real game. Uh, normally, how excited do you get for football season just like, the anticipation of it, is, is it a little overblown? Like, or, or is it, do you feel that way? Ben Roethlisberger said he, he gets nervous and, and obviously he's coming off an injury and getting back on the field. But did you get nervous before oh, your first I got, game?
1: I got nervous before every game of every season. It wasn't just the first game. You get butterflies, at least I did, before every single game. My last season, I didn't get them. And I was like, something is not right, Um, but
0: yeah, it was was
1: really weird. My kids had started playing softball and no lie, true story. I was checking my phone to see if my wife had sent me something about what they were doing in their softball games and rec ball instead of worrying about my game. Wow. Um, But yeah, I got, I got nervous. I got butterflies before every game. And then as soon as you hit somebody, it just goes away
0: yeah i, I I'm, I'm with you I, as, as you know, I grew up as a huge football fan. I, I refused to work on Sundays during football season yeah I used to take little football bets in high school. you remember the uh, I, I, you know I'm a lot older than you but they used to be the sheets with the point spreads and oh and I, know these, exact, I know exactly I you know exactly what, what you're I'm talking about yes, I, yes. I used to run those sheets <laughs> I used to run those sheets in high school. And I'll never forget one, <laughs> one, one week, I picked every single NFL game correct. Man, they thought the you spread. were cheating. Now, you they thought you were cheating. Until the last game, I had every game correct. The, la- the last game, I can remember was uh, Seattle was playing. I can't remember who they were playing. They were covering the spread. They were a big, they were covering the spread. And then the other th- team, do a meaningless touchdown oh. in the last two seconds. To, 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 and in essence, you would have had a
1: 16-game parlay, in essence. 16-game yes. parlay and hit them I on the head. Every oh, game wow. on the
0: sheet correct. I'll oh, never wow. forget that. I was torn up because <laughs> I could not believe. And then, you know, because I had to find out how they scored. Yeah. And then I, I waited. You know, this is a 24-hour sports back then. I was in high school. It's like 1980, 81. One. And then I found out, like, late that night, they threw a meaningless touchdown at the very end with two seconds to go. It crushed me. All right, so uh, let's, let's kick it off, though, and talk about some games. And we're going to start with uh, the Bears are at the Lions. Yes. Lions minus three, and it's 43-and-a-half is the over-under. Where are you on this game? Bears and Lions, you know, a division rivalry. This goes back for 100 years, these two teams.
1: I like the Bears. Defensively, what what they're going to present, they they were good last year defensively. They just didn't get much help offensively. And you would think, and it's what we said last week, they're going to start Mitchell Trubisky because it's easier to go to Nick Foles, and that's exactly what they did. They named Mitchell the starter. I I believe the Bears will win this game, and I'll I'll eat those three points. I'm not too much worried about them giving up three. Home field advantage, we – We really need to just kind of do away with that. There's no home field advantage for either team this season until fans are allowed allowed in full capacity. Teams that have loud stadiums, that advantage is is no more. So it's really the best team that can execute and can get things done. And so with the Bears defense, they're going to be able to make calls very freely. Teams better be careful, and I don't know if anybody has talked about this, Rob, is if the quarterback uses a certain check more than two times during that game, there's going to be one, a guy on defense that starts to put two and two together and starts to say, okay, he calls this check again, I'm on it. There's no crowd noise, and so those things are going to get picked up and going to get picked up early and often. How many checks do you have with no offseason? Um, how many young guys you have playing because you got to keep it basic. And so those are things that are going to take place over the course of the game that we won't see or hear, but the players on the field are going to pick up on things that uh, are dead giveaways with no crowd noise.
0: Yeah. You know, this will be interesting. This will be, the game is at Ford field, no fans. So you're right. There's no home field advantage. I agree with that. And you're right. Also, uh, I don't say it's a Houston Astros kind of thing where they're cheating, but people <laughs> will be able to find out yeah. really if they record it and then, fi- you know what, or listen TV copy. and have somebody just doing that. Just listen for the signals that no, no other job and then try to piece it together. Yes. I'm with you though. I know a lot of people have high expectations on the Lions. This is one of those games that they would need to win if they're going to have a good season. Because if you can't be a division <laughs> rival at home, you're already going to be in trouble, right? So I think that that's
1: – You're 100 – like, at home, I don't think it matters. At home on the – in essence, the, the Bears, if they can get competent quarterback play, they have a good team. They're going to be able to run the ball. They have a good receiver in Robinson. They're going to be able to throw the ball. And you know they're going to play good defense. And, and so they just need Trubisky to not turn the ball over – and make plays with your feet or your arm, either one. Like, Trubisky's an athletic dude. He can move the chains with his legs if he needs to, and so this could probably – this is possibly be a start of the Chicago Bears feeling good about themselves. We always want to win that first game because you walk back into that locker room feeling really good about what you just did during training camp, and so they're going to win. And, and I believe this goes under also. 43-and-a-half with that Bears defense – I, I believe also it, it will go under.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Um, let's, let's let me give you some historical stuff. So the Bears have won four games in a row over the Lions. The last time they met, the Bears won twenty-four to twenty. Mm. Right. So that's forty-four, 44 and that's why it's forty-three and, and a half. 43 yeah. Forty-three and a half. Right. Right there, and Mitch Trubisky in that game. This was. Uh, at Ford Field Thanksgiving, uh, and Mitch Trubisky had a big day, 29 for 38, TJ, 338 yards, two he touchdowns, carved him up. and an interception. He, carved, so he played so. relatively well. Yeah, in that game. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to agree <laughs> with you most of the time, but in this case, and you know I covered the Lions for over 20 years, home and road, for both the Detroit Free Press and the Detroit News. And, and while I haven't been there in the last five years, and it's a different Matt, Matt Patricia and different players, there's something about the Lions I always feel connected to, and I don't and I haven't bought in. Like, they have to prove to me. They have to win the division. Do you know what I mean? For right. me to start yeah. to believe like something's happening. So I'm with you. I'm going to take the Bears plus the three. Because cause that's nothing. Each home team normally gets three points right gives up no crowd points. no crowd so that's, that's basically saying a push. that there's no difference there yes and, um and then I'm with you last year at Ford Field it was 44 points they're saying 43 and a half I'm going to go under uh as we speak about this game too I want to ask you about there is a lot of talk and buzz that the Lions could be that team because you know you've seen it in the NFL that goes from worst to first is that possible can can you see them jumping over Minnesota, Green Bay, division. and even the Bears? Some people believe it's possible.
1: Not not in that division when you, you have to have – okay, it's possible, highly unlikely. You're going to have to have a top-five rated offense and or defense that can carry you. Which side of the ball is Detroit going to hang its hat on? You would probably say offense. Because defensively, they've been so bad. But you're, you're going to have to do one or the other. And not good. You're going to have to be great at it. And I just don't foresee them being great on either side of the ball. Maybe good, but not great. So, no, I don't see that happening at all.
0: And in this game, too, I mean, obviously a big key, as in most games. But in this case, if the Lions can't block the Bears defensive line and they get to Matthew Stafford, that 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 will be Right, Curtains for the Lions, and, and the Lions have struggled in that department keeping you know, Matthew Stafford clean in the pocket.
1: Yes, and, and that's what the Bears do well. Khalil Mack didn't have a great year last year, and this time of no OTAs, training camp starting late, again, guys were able to work on themselves this year more than ever. And, and so I, I expect the guys that didn't have great years, that are great players the previous – they're going to come out with a vengeance, a chip on their shoulder, so to speak, and uh, with a point a point to prove.
0: One last thing on Matthew Stafford. I gave him the nickname, me and some people in Detroit, not just me, but, you know, we call him Stat Padford because he's padded his stats over the years, got a lot of points and yards after the Lions are out of the game. You know, it's 21 nothing or – you know, when they're down by more than what y'all want him to do,
1: just run, draw plays, and hand it off. No,
0: I I, I get it, <laughs> but I'm just talking about. I I understand that you got to keep playing, but my problem is too often a lot of that comes after the defense relaxes. You, you know what you I'm not, talking about? Yes,
1: I've had a I've had a quite a few hundred yard games and we're getting our asses kicked, Rob. So I know.
0: You know <laughs> now, it, right?
1: Would you not say though that Stafford is one of the most gifted? quarterbacks in the National Football League.
0: I'll give you that.
1: Okay. Uh, but my okay.
0: only issue is I'll give you that. Cause if you look at it, it's just his numbers and you didn't know what team he was on. And you know if they won or lost, if you, you would take like away, his numbers.
1: If you take away his numbers and just go off of ability, ball thrown, accuracy, arm strength, it's unwritten. like I've seen him up close and personal. And the dude is accurate and when he wants to throw it, and put zip on it there's nobody that throws it like that or if it is it's not better it's just comparable it's the same like physically matthew stafford is on par with any quarterback in the league as far as arm talent
0: yeah my biggest issue is that his record against teams that finish over 500 is something like 5 and 55 it just goes like, to show like you like he Rob, doesn't he doesn't beat anybody
1: hey football is the ultimate team game 11 on 11 and if the other 10 can't pull their weight or not even the other 10 the other 21 can't pull their weight uh it's tough for you
0: all right let's let's go to another big game green bay at minnesota minnesota is minus two and a half and it's a a, over under is 45 and a half what do you expect out of that game? That's a big game. Last year, Green Bay opened the season, if you remember, with a 10 to seven victory over the Bears in Chicago, which kind of set up their season in that the defense did its part, you know what yeah. I mean? And gave yeah. them a little confidence. Where are you with this game? This is a big game for both teams.
1: I, I, I'm going with upset. I, I like Green Bay to win this game. I, I like, again, we, we spoke on this earlier. There's no home field advantage. Playing in Minnesota is tough with the dome. It gets loud. That's not going to be there. Aaron Rodgers has a lot to prove, just, just like we talked about earlier. He, he's going to come in there and, and get it done. And When you look at Minnesota, secondary, pretty much the, their safeties, in my opinion, they probably have the best two safeties on the team with Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris, the, the Minnesota Vikings. Now, defensive backs, we're talking corners. There's, they're they're going to be starting a bunch of young guys. Zimmer's a great DB coach, but you're, you're starting a bunch of young guys going against Aaron Rodgers. Danielle Hunter, he's not playing. So now you bring in Yannick Ngakwe from Jacksonville, who just got there last week. What kind of shape is he in? Is he in football shape? And, and so I got to go with How the well Packers on How well does he
0: gel with his teammates? Right. I mean, it's you're just, just getting
1: there. it's just going to be different for him. And arguably, your best defensive player. And Danielle Hunter is not going to play, and so I got to go with Green Bay. I got to go with Aaron Rodgers, and I believe he has a point to prove. So I'm, I'm taking Green Bay, and I'm taking over.
0: We are both on the same page on this game. I'm with you too. Uh, you know, and here's the part about the Vikings. I, I, you know, no Stefan Diggs, right? I mean, yeah. People can ask, and I know Adam Thielen is a hell of a receiver, TJ. Right? We all know that. He's nice. He's nice. But but when you when you see guys when you lose a guy of that caliber, it changes the way teams play defense on you. It'll be different, a different look this year for for uh, Adam Thielen, won't it? With no step on Diggs,
1: he should get doubled more. You should say, Kirk Cousins, I'm going to force you to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. He's a rookie. I'm going to force you to throw more to Kyle Rudolph or Irv Smith more, use those guys more. But what happens is when you're the number one receiver and, and it's considerably no question, the majority of every pass play is designed to go to you. So if that offensive line can't hold up and he can go from his first read to us, it's going to be a long night. And so and Dalvin Cook doesn't have a contract extension. He's going to play. But is he really going to put it all on the line? Because in the back of his head, he knows if he gets hurt, that's it for him. And and so there's so many things that's going on in Minnesota that uh, I think Green Bay's an easy pick on this one.
0: I I do too. And, And I think there is a degree of all the talking down to Aaron Rodgers. This guy has, TJ, the greatest quarterback rating of any quarterback who's ever played in the National Football League. He has the best touchdown to interception ratio, four to one. Nobody's even, Tom Brady is the second best and not even close. Four to one is, out, is ridiculous. And last year, you remember, everybody criticized him that he doesn't listen to the coaching. And he followed Matt LaFleur, right? And, and they ran the ball more. And then they asked, I, I still go back to, to the playoff game where they needed those third down passes. And uh, you know what I mean? To keep the clock running. And and he he made them all, and he still was accurate on that. So I I think Aaron Rodgers comes out big for them. I love the idea of uh, getting two and a half, right, on the road, opening the season with the win. They were 13-3, and and if you really look at it, Two games were in California where they got off did never got off the plane where they just were off. Yes. You remember that yeah. against the 49ers and the Chargers, and the other game they lost was to the desperate Eagles, where Aaron Rodgers could have tied the game through a tip ball pick in the end zone, right, where he's going in for the game tying score. Those were the only three games.
1: Every team would take their season from last year, 13 and three. If you, oh, I don't care which three we lose, I don't care how we lose them, and I don't care who we lose to. Uh, thirteen and three. I'll take that. I'll take that. If you tell me we're gonna go thirteen and three before the season, give me three losses against anyone. I could care less.
0: Oh yeah, you you would definitely take that. So so far we're both on the same page. Here's another one: Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore is minus seven and a half, and the over under is a uh, forty-eight and a half on this one. So um, this will be interesting. Cleveland, of course, has a lot to prove. They were the catch me meow last year. Everybody was random, raving. Oh, they're going to the playoffs. Oh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They got so much offensive firepower. <laughs> I remember one of the players said, it won't be fair. It's like we're a video game. Do you remember all that talk? Yeah. That they didn't make the playoffs. And, of course, Baltimore won 12 in a row, kicked everybody's butt along the way, and were fantastic. Where are you on this game? Seven and a half, uh, that game, of course, in Baltimore.
1: Seven and a half is a lot of points to give up in an NFL game against a team that has great individual players. Now, can those great individual players merge and form a great team? I'm talking of the Cleveland Browns. That that remains to be seen. And because of the way the Ravens kind of flamed out in the playoffs against Tennessee, Lamar didn't play great. His stats looked good, but he didn't play great that it's hard to go against the Ravens coming off of last year having a great regular season and being disappointing in the playoffs that they're going to come out ready to go and Baltimore is another place when you play there that they have great home field advantage again that's not going to be the case but I I just look at what they have defensively and they can match up with what Cleveland does well offensively if they want to run the ball Baltimore by bringing Clay's Campbell over from Jack, they can, they can stop the run. Drafting Patrick Queen from Elliott, they're going to be able to stop the run. Oh, and they can match up with you in a passing game with Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys with OBJ and driver Landry. And so they're fit to handle a team like Cleveland. It, as much as I think Cleveland is going to be a surprise team, it, it won't start this Sunday. Giving up seven and a half it, it is a lot, but I'm taking Baltimore.
0: Yeah, we agree again on this one. Man, and guys, just so you
1: you know, me and Rob have not spoken about none of this prior to like no one. None of it. This is
0: unbelievable, to be honest, but I'm with you on some of these things. The Browns have a lot to prove. I'm with you. Baltimore was really good. You know, some people are touting. I think we mentioned it, uh, that uh, Colin Cowherd has him for 16 and 0. He likes that team so much. I would take it
1: that far, but yeah.
0: No, I know. I'm, that's a little over the top. But they do have a really good defense. And, you know, I don't think anybody's going to solve Lamar Jackson this year. You know, so, so they might get to him eventually. You know what I mean? And we've seen him stumble in the playoffs. But during the regular season. And here's the other thing. I think Baker Mayfield is a big part of this. Because last year they had the weapons. He took two steps back in the quarterback position. I thought I didn't think he played well enough and he has a lot to prove. You know, and I'll,
1: I'll give him a pass for last year. Like I really would because when, when you look at Freddie Kitchens being a head coach and I don't want to pile on him, it was foreign territory for him. And, and so he was the helm at the helm of a team that really didn't have a leader, so to speak. He probably felt like he would do a capable job, but he was in over his head. And so, yeah, Baker, you're out there playing, but the coaches put the game plan together. The coaches call the plays, and so if it's not being done the correct way, which it was not in Cleveland last year, I'll give Baker somewhat of a pass. Nobody wants to give him a pass because of the way he presents himself, but we all know game planning and play calling, that's on the coaches. Yes, the players have to execute, but when, when you're a second year quarterback in Baker Mayfield, a lot of that has to come through with the, the game plan and the coaching. I just don't think it was there.
0: Yeah. No, I'll, I'll give you the coaching. Freddie Kitchens, I knew, I thought from the beginning was a bad idea. And you remember he had a relationship with Baker. They basically, and they were interviewing all kinds of other coaches and then basically said that they had to take Kitchens as the offensive coordinator. And the good coaches refused to do it. So they wind up giving him the job. I, uh, he coached like a uh, Freddie bathrooms instead of Freddie kitchens. It was not good. But what I'm going to say this Baker to me, I'm still the, the jury's out for me. 25 touchdowns last year, 22 interceptions. That's a really bad year considering the players. Odell Beckham Jr. Has to be able to stay healthy this year. Right. And, and, and have what he had a, his worst year in the NFL a year ago. So, I'm looking. A lot of things have to go right, but on this game to start, I'm going to go with the Ravens, and I agree. They'll win. I think they'll win by two touchdowns. I feel that confident, and even it might be uh, 28 to 14. I, you know what I mean. But I think right. they'll win by two touchdowns. Uh, the over under 48 and a half. I'm going to go under uh, on that score. Where are you?
1: Uh, me personally, knowing the It's going to go under. The Ravens are going to run the ball. Cleveland is going to have to be perfect with their possessions because the Ravens are going to run the ball. They're going to chew clock. They draft J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State. You have Mark Ingram. That tells you right away. We ran the ball a lot last year. We're going to run the ball a lot this year as well. And so it's just going to be – if Hollywood Brown can come back healthy and display that type of game-breaking speed that he displayed at Oklahoma – the Ravens are going to be tough to beat because Lamar is only going to get better. Every oh, we're going to figure him out. What you going to figure out that he's faster than everybody? Oh, and, and if he can throw the ball with accuracy and timing, it, you don't figure that out. You just you just try to contain him. You you that's something you cannot figure
0: out. No, I get it. And when when people say that, I, I understand what you're saying. It just becomes a point where you gotta you gotta respect something. You gotta you gotta you know. Commit to him running the football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. One or the other. You can't just be.
1: Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? You got got
0: to force him into one or the other. You got to be like, we just can't be halfway and then let him do whatever he wants. And I think that's why he's been. That's like,
1: make Giannis shoot jumpers. We don't want to let him get to the hole. Exactly. Gotcha. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I think,
0: yeah, I, I think that's where we go. By
1: now, I'm sure you probably heard about FanDuel Sportsbook world-class sports betting app. FanDuel makes it easy to find and place your bets. They got some of the best odds you'll find anywhere. And they even get you your winnings in as little as 24 hours.
0: That's a lot of reasons to try FanDuel Sportsbook. But here's one more. Right now, new users can place their first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. Risk free and get up to a thousand dollars back in site credits if you don't win.
1: Now we gotta talk about which bets are we excited to place, which one has a high upside bet. So for me, it's I think it's obvious it's the Chicago Bears and the Baltimore Ravens. Chicago Bears, minus three against the Detroit Lions. Chicago, be- I mean, the Baltimore Ravens, minus seven and a half against the Keelan Browns. That's that's for me, the, the bet I'm taking, that's what I'm gonna risk it all on.
0: All right, I got a parlay, but I'm going with the Ravens minus seven and a half. I just love that team. I don't think they're gonna be slowed down. And then the Chargers on the road at your Cincinnati Bengals with a rookie quarterback and a new coach. I'm going to uh, give up the two and a half points. Chargers win a close one. They win by six. And I'm very happy after that. If
1: you're ready to claim your risk-free bet, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and be sure to sign up with the promo code Lemon Pepper so they know that we sent you. Once again, the promo code Lemon Pepper and let them know that we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook. Promo code, once again, Lemon Pepper.
0: All right, let's move to, uh, to your old team. The Chargers are at the Bengals. Since, since he's getting three and a half points and the over-under is 42 and a half, uh, Joe Burrow, the number one overall pick, makes his debut, debut for the Bengals. <laughs> uh, it might be a day but when it's all over, uh, but, but where are you on this game? Uh, this, know, is one, terrible, this is probably going to be the one. Last year was terrible. This is probably going to
1: be the one we disagree on. We we won't go four for four. We'll go three for four. I actually think the Bengals are going to win the game.
0: Oh stop! All right, uh, all right. I do. I, Matter of fact, I, I, I me think. and you right now. Yeah. We're going to bet wing stop, ten wings and a large drink on this game. Just I me got and you. you. All right. All right. I got you. Yeah. All right. Let's do that.
1: And I'll tell, tell you me why, why. now. The fans, again, that, that doesn't matter. I, I look at the Chargers and I say, the Chargers have a good team, but when I really look at the Chargers, Pouncy is on injury report with a hip injury, might not play. Duran James is hurt, out for the year, will not play. You got Tyrod Taylor, who is a good quarterback, but he hasn't started a game since he left Cleveland. you You just, I don't know what I'm going to get for them. And I can say the same thing about the Bengals, but I know this. If A.J. Green stays healthy, he's a comeback player of the year. Nobody on the Chargers secondary is going to be able to contain him. Now, to me, the biggest problem the Bengals are going to have, and this is a big problem, is are they going to be able to slow down Bosa and Ingram? If they can chip and keep Burrow clean, Burrow's going to show pocket presence. He's going to get rid of the ball. And they're going to be able to run the ball on the Chargers with Mixon. If Jonah Williams, first-round pick from Alabama in 2019 that did not play, if he can come back and be what they expect him to be, the Bengals are going to surprise some people and win this game to open the season up. It's going to be a surprise. Like, the Bengals, again, they'll win five to seven games, and they'll get one out of the way early this Sunday.
0: All right, I'm I'm not buying it. With uh, a rookie quarterback, a new coach, no no t- no tr- uh, preseason games. You know what I mean. You can practice all you want. You got to yeah. get out there. AJ Green, I I get it. He's a great receiver in his tenth year, but he's missed 23 out of the last 24 games or something like like. He's missed he's missed a lot of. Time. No, the
1: last two years he hasn't played. If he can stay healthy, there's nobody on the Chargers team. That's stopping him, right. not one, not one.
0: And I'll give you this. the Bengals franchise the season openers, 24 and 20. So even playing in Cincinnati, there's no big advantage. And uh, this is just the second time in the last 11 seasons. See,
1: not having the fans, Rob, not having fans, it helps the rookie quarterbacks. I- I don't remember which coach uh, I played for, but he would always make it a point that in team meetings, whenever we played a rookie quarterback, that we were going to show him things and give him things that he hadn't seen in his first game. That's what the Chargers are going to try to do is present stuff to Joe, but without that crowd noise there, he's going to be able to relax and play freely. It's just everything is going to be calm for him. When you – play at LSU and you play the Alabamas and the Clemsons and the Oklahomas and the Auburns and the Floridas, you somewhat downgrading when you come to the NFL, when you talk crowd noise and hostile environments. And so he's gonna surprise some people with his play. The Bengals again, the Chargers, and I know some people have them as a surprise playoff team. I I just don't see that when your center quite possibly won't play and the best guy on the back end of your defense is out for the year, it's going to be hard to replace those.
0: Tyrod Taylor, I'm with you. He's not spectacular. The big thing that they love about him is that he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Like, So he's not going to help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know that NFL, the takeaways and giveaways, that's the biggest thing. I mean, if you give the other team the ball two or three times, chances of you winning is not Does is Mike not Williams good. play? So that's that's –
1: well, Mike Williams, you know, he's injured. So now is it right. all going to fall on Keenan Allen in a passing game? Losing Melvin Gordon, does that hurt him? Can Eckler carry the load, so to speak? He did last year. No, there's question, I marks. Mean, exa- there's yeah. no doubt.
0: This team, this team two years ago, when they went into Foxborough to play the Patriots, I picked them. If you remember that year... They played great two years ago, I, not last I year. I picked them, last too.
1: Year. I picked them. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah. Were, they
0: were really good last year, and you remember they won all those big road games. Here's one little nugget I'll leave for your Bengals team. You ready I'm for this? Nobody ever said the opener is a must win, but in the Bengals' history, in, in 10 of the 14 years, of qualifying for the playoffs in 10 of the 14 years where they qualify for the playoffs. That's 72%. 72%. The Bengals won the opener. <laughs> so when they win the opener, they made the playoffs 72%. Now they can win the opener this week and they still won't make the playoffs, but it tells you how important that was. You want to get that in. confidence.
1: You want to get that feel good about yourself. Walk with your chest out, uh, so to speak. And so... I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be quite surprising um, when I looked at it and I said, ah, even if it, the fans were allowed, would it be a packed house? Um, quite possibly, maybe because of rookie quarterback Joe's from Ohio, maybe not because of years past. But uh, just, just looking at this, it's quite a few upsets that I'll see taking place. And, again, a lot of people think the Chargers uh, are a surprise playoff team. Tyrod Taylor, he does not turn the ball over. And that's perfect because the Bengals defense don't create turnovers either. And so those are a match made in heaven. I I just look at it from a perspective of Derwin James, Marquise Pouncey, Mike Williams. Those are three prime players for the Chargers. Slow down that pass rush, the Bengals win the game. Fantasy football draft is upon us. Due to the quarantine, it's very possible that you might have Zeke's haircut in your pants. I'm sorry guys, but, but that is possible. That's why our partners at Manscaped have partnered with us to make sure you don't gamble on shaving your balls, no pun intended, the same way you like to gamble on football. Get 20% off of free shipping with the code LEMONPEPPER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And make sure you use the code LEMONPEPPER. It's time to give your testes the absolute besties with Manscaped.
0: All right, TJ, let's, let's do some props. Prop bets, all right? Odell Beckham Jr. last year with the Browns, 74 receptions, 1,035 yards, only four touchdowns, which is crazy, right? I mean, when you think about it, and uh, it was probably uh, his worst season. It was, at least uh, yards-wise, with 1,035, other than, of course, the year was injured, but as far as – uh, regular season. So let's do this. Here's the prop bet. Okay. As far as his uh, over, under, on yardage, 1,049 and a half. And his over, under, in touchdowns is five and a half. Remember, you only had four touchdowns last year, so he would need six this year. And he had 1,035. He would need thousand. 49 and a half, so 1,050 yards. So where are you on those two?
1: Yardage-wise, I'm taking over. If his worst year was last year and he had over 1,000, like you said, 1,035 yards in his worst year, I I just don't see with him being healthy, he's come out and said last year he could barely lift his leg. He don't know how he was able to play. Um, I've had a sports hernia and that's what he supposedly had. It's tough. You you can – it's hard to decelerate and accelerate. You get in between those, you're fine. But stopping and starting as a receiver, that, that's the main thing we do every play. And so yardage-wise, I think that's easy. He he gets over that. The touchdown thing is tricky for me because you have so many guys on that team that are going to get touches. Jarvis Landry, Hooper, Joku, Nick, Nick Chubb, Kareem the, Hunt. Right. You have a lot of guys that are going to get the ball. And so I I don't see him getting over five and a half. And, And if he does, that means he's probably going to get 1,500 yards receiving because a lot of those touchdowns are going to be big plays. But once they get inside the 20, that ball is going to the tight end. Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, more so than Odell Beckham. And so I'll say over on the yardage, under on the touchdowns.
0: We disagree here. I'm going to go over on the yardage because I do believe health had an, an issue with him last year for being his worst year. Uh, but I do think he will get six touchdowns.
1: And That wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, if he went over, it it wouldn't surprise me. And you got a head coach that is very familiar with having two top receivers. And Stefanski coming from Minnesota with uh, Diggs and Thielen. So he's going to know how to put a game plan together to get both of those guys the ball. But he didn't have – he did have a Dalvin Cook. He did have a Kyle Rudolph. And so he's very familiar with let's spread the touches around. Let's get everyone involved. But he didn't have a Kareem Hunt. And so those are going to be touches that you got to win games. I'm not worried about OBJ getting eight touchdowns. I'm worried about what's the best way to win this game. And so if he does get over five and a half, I would not be surprised. But it's just so many good players on that offense that if they have a good season, everyone's involved.
0: All right. Yeah, It's I, I just think they need to get OBJ. They traded a lot to get him. And you got to get this guy engaged and and active again. And if he has another bad year there, that that could spell, you know what I mean, oh, trouble. Yeah, like yeah, he won't be there. Yeah. So he's really. I I expect they gotta get a good year out of him. So I'm gonna go there. Let's go back to Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. We talked about it about the picks with Cincinnati, but Joe Burrow, how much pressure is there? Is there less pressure uh, when you're not expected to win, or is there more pressure because the Bengals? haven't been winning and they're looking for their god they're looking for their messiah they're looking for that guy and and to win people over and get people to believe in you 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 want to win so first tell me that and then we'll get into the prophets how much pressure do you think he's going to feel a lot of pressure or does he know he'll he has the a pressure. little time I, to I learn I think
1: everybody I wouldn't say feels the pressure but he'll feel the need to perform well now I don't believe it has much to do with what they expect. People always try to put their expectations on you. Your expectations will never exceed the expectations I have for myself. That's first and foremost, and I'm sure that's what he's thinking. But the pressure comes from just being the first pick. Whenever you're the first pick, people expect so much of you. And so the fans, oh, he's the savior. There goes pressure right there. Oh, we suck. Now that we got Joe, we're going to be good. Oh, there's so much more. So that's where the pressure comes from is with him being the first pick, being an Ohio boy, leading LSU to an undefeated season when no one saw that coming. He's going to have the pressure j- just from that perspective, and I-, I believe he'll do well with it. All right, let's
0: do the prop bets over and under. Season season uh, yardage, 3,000. 000- 800.5 and a half that's that's for yards 3,800 and a half yards over under and the over under is mm. 22 and a half yardage touchdowns. wise
1: ah if he if he can stay healthy if, if he can stay healthy he should get close to that ah. I'd probably say over because if, if they're losing he, he's going to throw for some yards And this league is, let's just pass, pass, and pass. Uh, He does have good receivers. I don't know how the protection is going to be. I mean, that's not, that's averaging just a little bit over 200 yards a game. And so, in today's NFL, that that should be very feasible, very, very realistic. You just don't know what a rookie quarterback, but if he can start all 16 games, he should be able to throw for over 3,800 yards. Now, the touchdowns, 22 touchdowns, that, that there
0: 22 and yeah, a half that
1: that's where it gets tricky is
0: remember baker 20, last year only right, had it gets, 25 it gets tricky
1: because you you look at the teams they play you play that division twice and every team in that division is going to be stout on defense the browns the ravens and the steelers and then you have the NFC East and the cowboys should be solid on defense the eagles should be solid oh and the Redskins might not be good on offense but they're going to be good on defense and so, so you don't know so much about it. So they don't play a lot of teams where you look and say, ah, that should be a layup. Ah, that should, he should have a good game here and there. 22 touchdowns, 22 and a half touchdowns, I'd go under that. I'd probably say under j- just because, uh, no rhyme or reason. It's just tough for a rookie quarterback to come in and perform so well. You know what i'm gonna change my mind i just talked myself into changing my mind i'm gonna go over and add, he's a rookie but he's a mature older rookie um
0: okay I, i'm i'm gonna so go yeah, i'm gonna
1: go over yeah i just changed my mind yards
0: i remember this i'm gonna go over on the yards i agree 200 yards a game if he's healthy is not a lot in the league where it's mostly passing and i know they got joe Mixon to run the ball and whatnot, but still 200 yards a game is not crazy. And, but I'm going to go under on the touchdowns. I'm going to go under just because of the stuff you talked about, all the good defensive teams that they're going to play. And you know what? Bengals might score touchdowns, but they might <laughs> yeah. punch it in at the, yeah. at the goal line or around there with the running backs, you know? what So, so that's why I'm going to say 20, under 22 and a half, over 3,800 and a half yards on that. Um, all right, let's do the last thing. Our Super Bowl picks. And I just want to hear from you. Who's going to represent the AFC? Who's going to represent hmm. the NFC? And, uh, and then who is our, this our really Super This really sucks Bowl because,
1: because I like to watch the first month of the season and get a feel for it. But All no, right. no, oh, you I'm going to do now. I'm going to go with okay. Baltimore out of the AFC. And I'm going to go, I don't know if it would be a surprise, but I just, with him there and what they had prior to, I'm going to go with Tampa in the NFC.
0: Oh, come on, man. I'm I, telling I, you. I, what?
1: I'm, I'm telling you.
0: Okay, so we I, got one more bet. We got one more bet.
1: <laughs> and that is?
0: Let's bet. Let's bet. I'm saying that that they will not make it to the Super Bowl. Okay?
1: That's a sucker bet. Well, I mean, realistically,
0: you just said you just picked
1: them. Uh, I don't know who to pick, but if I look,
0: okay, that, that's all right, like do this.
1: one out of 16. All right, let's do this. I, I'll that's, bet you this. All right. One, all right. More,
0: one more bet. I have the, I have the, uh, Bucks, I'll, I'll not take that. The yes. So better? No- another 10 yeah, we'll piece. Take another, Lemon we'll take pepper. Another, yes. 10 piece and a drink. Yes. All right. Lemon pepper wings.
1: I know when my family goes to a, heard- a wing stop, they get an extra roll. So we got to throw an extra roll in there, too. I got you. We'll <laughs> throw an
0: extra roll in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you have who's what? So you got Baltimore beating them or not? Who do you have?
1: Yeah. I'll go with the Ravens winning it. Yeah. I will. They can, if they okay. can stay healthy. You know, you know what, though? This first, this first month of the season, if, if they gel, I don't think people realize, and they'll, they'll say this and that about Brady, but the Bucks, man, defensively they're going to be tough offensively. You know, the Bucs are winning it. Dude, he has literally a Pro Bowl offensive skill player unit that he's playing with. The Bucks are winning it. Mike Evans can ball.
0: So wait a minute, you got wait a minute, you got the Bucks winning yeah, the Super Bowl? Yes,
1: Chris. Chris. Let's
0: bet that. Let's bet a pair of Jordans on that. No,
1: I can't. I, let's wait till the first month of the season. Let me see how these first okay, four games right. play out.
0: All right, we'll do that. All right, I I got the Ravens and the Saints. I think this is. I mean, Drew Brees and the Saints last year were really good. He struggled in the postseason. I get it, but they have a really good coach. They have the best receiver in the league. They do. Uh, they they have all the pieces that you need. You just need Drew Brees to play better. Drew Brees threw more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes and played three fewer games than Patrick Mahomes. Now,
1: go look at the games when they played the Bucks with Jameis Winston turning the ball over. Go look at those games. So, no, wh- what you it. think going to happen with Tom in there not turning over? Oh, Tom is
0: 43 years old. That doesn't matter. And father time is undefeated. You think it's going to be Tom of old. You watch and see. You right. could have all the people
1: it's a new day and age. Guys don't practice hard. You can literally, if you take care of your body, as a you can't even hit a quarterback anymore. You got Rob Gronkowski that's gonna come back and play, and let's add him into Cameron Bray and O.J. Howard. Oh, and you just get Leonard Fournette. Come on, man, it's unfair. What they doing in Tampa Bay? If these guys can stay healthy, it, it's gonna be unfair. This
0: is what people yeah, said the, about the Browns. Yeah, but the and Browns didn't have 12 under center either. Said, and nope. they didn't have
1: Bruce Arians I, calling I plays it. and a head coach. So
0: Bruce Arians hasn't had a winning record since 2015. So before you crown Bruce Arians as this great, I'm just telling you, he hasn't won anything. I mean, I'm just saying, like, in the last five years, he hadn't done it. And, and, and I get it. The Tom Brady factor, everybody buys into Oh my god, that's an easy, you, ten easy ten my piece, easy ten piece. My pick is the Ravens, the Ravens over. Oh the my Saints. god, that's and probably the easiest be it, bet right? I've ever
1: made in my life, right there, for sure. All
0: right, TJ, what's your lemon pepper parlay? I can't for this miss, week?
1: can't Who's miss lemon days, pepper parlay. Like? I think this is easy. Is the Bears and the Ravens. I mean that—that that to me makes by far the most sense. The Bears should—I uh, wouldn't say be easy, but they—they they should win easy. And uh, the Ravens got a lot to prove. So I'm going Chicago Bears, Baltimore Ravens.
0: All right, my my lemon pepper parlay this week: Baltimore and the Chargers. Oh my
1: god! So
0: I got those two games. Your Bengals are going. Looks down. like I'll
1: win this one too.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. But that's our parlay. Uh, for this week, and every week we'll do a parlay, no doubt about it. He's T.J. Hushmanzada, who's gonna be wrong sometimes, and I'm Rob Parker, who's gonna be right most of the time.
1: No, yeah, he's gonna be right most of the time, and I'ma probably be right 90% of the time. So if most is better than 90%, we doing well.